Yo, what up, uh, StoochCast55, uh, Protector of the Inns, uh, it's your boy with the most, and, uh, I got a very special guest here with me, it's, uh, Mr. Brian Fedorka, Brian, how are you? What up, good people? I'm doing good, Stoochie, good to be back. Yeah, great to be back, so, um, yeah, man, what's been, uh, you know, I know there's a big UFC fight going on, UFC 229, they're calling it, and it's, uh, Conor McGregor versus, uh, Khabib, I can't pronounce his last name because I'm because I'm completely ignorant. So uh, please, uh, just just break it down a little bit for us. Yeah, let me break it down for all you ignorant people. Um, the double champ is making his return. So he's been around the world doing his uh, little boxing thing, and um, he decided it's time to come back to a man's game. So Connor is going to be fighting Khabib Nurmagomedov, who is 26 and 0, undefeated Dagestani wrestling mauler. Dude fights bears for a living. Um, and there's some fucking tension with this card, man. There's some uh, extracurricular action going on with this one. So, you remember the uh, Conor McGregor bus incident? Yeah, I do. Like, he just went in and, like, kind of, like, assaulted people. Yeah. I mean, in, like, he, a scripted way. Yeah, you could, you could de- no, you could definitely, you can make a case for that because he's going to make a ton more money now. Basically, yeah. he shows up to... Uh, one of Khabib's fights and throws a fucking dolly through a bus window. Ends up fucking a bunch of people up, uh, getting sued out the ass. But, like, it hyped the fight up majorly, you know? I think Connor actually wants to kill this guy. I don't think this is like a... This isn't like a competition fight. This is, like, actual bad blood. So, you don't see it very often. That's pretty cool. Well, that's what, to experience that. That's what they're selling it as, so it's... I mean, Connor McGregor, he's done a good job, like, building up his his brand, you know, the whole Irish thing, and just, you know, he's sound, uh, as he's been sort of semi-retired since making a ton of money losing to Floyd Mayweather, he's kind of been selling his own whiskeys, his own, like, clothing brands, kind of just uh, flying yeah, around and partying. And his investments have to be fucking nuts, all the things that he has his money in. He's got to be worth, like, well, he's definitely worth at least, like, 100 mil, but it's definitely, like, he's he's worth definitely that. smart with the money, like, he knows where to put it at. He's kind of oh, like... Yeah. Probably talks to Dan Blazarian about sticking just in mm-hmm. weed shit and dumb, like, whatever. His, his, I mean, have you ever seen another guy as good as branding at him? I think it's just... Kanye West is up there. <laughs> that's true. No, that's true for sure. Well, it's like... Here's my thing. It's like, it's just certain people that are, like, in the news, like, constantly, you know what I mean? Like, they, they like, they're media makers, I guess you can say. Yeah. And it's just like Conor McGregor's kind of, you know what I mean? You become like bigger than like the sport you play. Like Kanye is like bigger than like hip hop at this point because he's such like yeah. a polarizing, at this point, polarizing cultural figure and all that. He's he's pissed off everybody and he's done a good job at like doing it and getting people to care about it. George Clooney, I always go back to, he's he's always mentioned in the news like once a month for something obscure. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's like there's always something that this guy does. I don't know if I remember Clooney being in the news recently. I believe you. He was in it for like no, he was in like some bizarre like motorcycle accident or something, oh, really? and like he was on like a moped or something in like Italy, and then he like flipped and fell in a car. Perfectly fine, dude. He was like Tony Soprano That's... in the Soprano. Like anytime Tony went to the hospital, he'd come out unscathed. <laughs> That's a fucking George Clooney headline if I ever heard it. Italian moped accident. Yeah, and I then bet he had um... some hot chick on the back too, like some perfect ten. It's like, yeah, her, like, her face, he has his wife. Her face is probably destroyed now. I bet he still does have, like, side, even though he has a wife. I bet the wife doesn't even care. It's like, yeah. Or George is just, like, you know, he's totally, like, a dedicated dad at this point. I don't know. I can't assume these It's things. tough to tell him, man. It's been a while since I spoke with George. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a busy man. 
You think George Clooney will ever do a movie in Pittsburgh? Like Tom Hanks currently is oh right God. now. You think he'd ever take the time? He is from Kentucky, so he's got a, he knows like a neck of the woods, salt of the earth people, right? I, I don't think he's ever been. Well, I think he did go back to Kentucky he, for something. He's probably done a movie in Pittsburgh. Some obscure, like, I'm sure he low did. budget film. Yeah. But, like, who is. Jay Z and Beyonce. Like, you know what I mean? People that are constantly in, like, the media for something. Jay Z yeah, and Beyonce, exactly. they're, they're always in it. Um, who well, else? Because cause their branding is really good. I mean, it's like. I feel like they all have, like, the same PR firm. Well, here, here's the thing. You know? People. You don't necessarily need to be selling like a, a good or a service to get picked up, but you need to make it fashionable to be liked. So it's fashionable to like Conor McGregor because he's a savage and a savage sport who, you know, confidence is off the charts. His press conferences are crazy. He's a good talker. Incredible and like it's cool to like him. So if you can get yourself to a place where it's cool to be liked, you sell yourself. Yeah, you know? it just it doesn't matter what you do. And now yeah. he dropped his whiskey line. And that's going to be riding that wave. I think that's going to make a ton of money. Fuck, it just yeah. makes sense, dude. You're Fuck, Irish. Yeah. You saw McGregor whiskey or whatever they're calling it. Yeah, he's saying he's going to take down Jameson. There you go. I believe it. I think he probably will. I heard it's pretty good too. I haven't had it yet. I heard it's good. Dude, I had a beer last night. It was from like Munich, and like uh-huh. the way it t- it had like this sour taste to it or something like that. And like me and my dad, we were just look looking at each other. And we were just like, this tastes like exactly like the shit we make in our own fucking basement. <laughs> and it's like we were looking at the brand. It's like, what kind of brand can we make with this or something? Uh-huh. But it's like all it is is just it's like Rolling Rock, which I do have in the fridge. If you if you're Ooh. down for one, you know I'm always down for Rolling Rock. I've I've decided today because it's like I realized it was sober October. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna just stop drinking and oh, try to no, do more you, yoga. No, no, you can't, cause I have a big party coming up. Up oh, there, you go. He does have <laughs> a big party. Maybe I'll have like ginger beer. I'll bring some ginger beer to drink. You need to now. You need to get. Uh, I want. Okay, let me just break it down for everybody listening. Break down the party. This upcoming Saturday, I'm throwing a party. If you were at the Mayweather party, which I'm sure a lot of people listening were, you remember how fucking banging it was. This is going to be bigger. There's going to be more booze, more food, more violence, more everything. More more men, more women, more butts, boobies, peepees, everything. Anything you want is going to be at this party. And bulges. Bulges. Mm. The whole shebang. I promise you this. Stooch will be there in classic form. He's going, to be, he's going to be blacked out <laughs> by 9 o'clock. He's going to be blacked out. He's going to show up. He's going to drink one beer. He's going to black out. And then he's going to be like a fixture at the party. I'll be fixing it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you're, not like that much because like, I want to drive home. You're like the party fixture. I'm like know? the wild card. I heard this the other night. I was with people. They're like, dude, you're like the wild card. And I was <laughs> like, I think that does define it as that. It's either I'm just low key for the night or it's like you just drink too many and just horrible things are said. Horrible a- acts are done. Yeah. Like uh, to uh, like a particular camp. That uh... <laughs> <laughs> Have you come to terms with that? Dude, I to be honest, to be totally honest with you, dude, I I still do not, dude. The last thing I remember, I remember the picture you took, and then I remember, I remember like (laughs) drinking that cold forty five and just putting out the, I put out the fire with how much cold forty five came out of my mouth. You extinguished a bonfire. And then I went in. I thought it was fine, but I heard it just, it just kept rolling. No, you you didn't (laughs) stop. You're like a cyborg. Uh, like I don't even know what body. I said. I probably said, or like, we won't no, discuss. No. This. You, that's the only thing you didn't do was say anything. I, I just kept moving, like. Yeah, you were. See, like, that's how I got you're unpleasant. You're silent but deadly. I remember the drive home the day after. I bet. 
my, my brother was driving. I was just sitting there, and my brother was looking at me. He was just like, you fucking asshole. And I was like, wait a minute. And then, yeah, you guys drove all the way up there. Dude, we kept... Leave hours later. And we kept, like, on the drive home, <laughs> I kept telling them, dude, stop at this gas. Stop at this rest stop. Stop at this rest And each one, I was just trying to, like, vomit whatever yeah. remainings that you can. And that was back in, like... That was an old time. I think it's like I, I think those days are pretty much done. Yeah. I had a good run for like a year of, of just being like a total savage at these parties. Uh, and now it was, it's just it was it's, longer than a year. It was like a good maybe year it and a half, a good two years. Three years. I think it's just Ooh, that boy my home just ran a touchdown. Dude, it. I haven't been like I think the last here's what did it for me, and I've said this multiple times. I've it was like uh, the night before St. Patty's Day. I was dancing. I smacked my foot against the wall. My foot hurt. Like, I almost I thought it remember. was... I almost last, thought it was broken. The last podcast, you were bitching about it, right? Dude, it was like... You were bitching about your broken foot. It was almost broken. It was like months ago, right yeah. before St. Patty's. And I was like, dude, I am done with this for like a while. Yeah. That was my epiphany right there. Shit. I'm telling you. That's, that's kind of surprising. And I remember limping up and down Carson Street. Everybody was hammered, dude. I've said this multiple times. People were putting like... Because they had the horses out, like, moving yeah. people, guiding people, stuff. Drunk people were putting shit into pizza, Domino's pizza boxes <laughs> and, like, showing them to others as, like, pranks. It was just, it became awful. I was at Tiki Lounge downstairs. Like, ten couples were just making out. It just became, like, a den of sin. And I'm just sitting there like, Ugh. Well, let me Let me say, I like that you, I like that it took a, a bruised foot to get you to stop drinking like a savage when I'm pretty sure you died in my apartment for 30 seconds. That almost could have happened, too. And we had to bring you back? We, we talked about that before, yeah. dude. I remember like, like that, that, too. That didn't do it, but a bruised foot. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't like recall. I, it was because it's like the next day there was like an impact. You know what I mean? It's just like something that directly, it's like <laughs> I didn't like recall. Yeah, because once we revived you, it's like, all right, well, you're back in the game. But that broken foot, it, it took uh, took a couple weeks. It wasn't even broken. It was just it was like bruised. really bruised. Yeah. But enough of that. It's just, you know, who cares? Well, party's a party. Party's a party, and um, that you will to, not. I will not be in classic form. To well, I think you will. To every to everyone listening, I sincerely hope that you will come to my party. It's at my house in Ingram. It's gonna be wild. There's gonna be a lot of booze, a lot of fighting. Uh, people fighting on TV. People fighting at the party. There's gonna be a big tent. Um. Gonna emphasize this again. Shit, I'm gonna make. There's gonna be. I'm gonna have a bunch of proper twelve Connors whiskey. We're gonna be getting fucked up off Connors Irish whiskey all night. I'll have some vodka for all you queers who want Khabib to win, but you know, jungle juice. Remember the juice? I'm I like. Bring, I like jungle, that green, like green Connor juice. I'm gonna bring that shit back. I'll probably have some rolling rocks. That'll be so, it. This is gonna be a good fight to watch. Also, I mean, if you're if you don't have to be into fighting to come to this party. Like, there's going to be music and, and food and drinks. Like, just come and have a good time. Whether you like fighting or not, it's going to be on a projector. But, I mean, I just want everyone there to have fun. But if you're into the fight, this is a really good one. Connor Khabib is going to be incredible. So, Khabib is uh, this undefeated 26-0 wrestler facing um, Connor, who's, like, the most talented striker the UFC might have ever seen. So, it's kind of cool that, like, it's a classic UFC fight of, like, the, the this style versus that style. So we have, like, the striker versus the wrestler, and you don't really see it anymore because everybody's has a very well-rounded game. But um, that fight's going to be incredible. The next fight down, the co-main, Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis. Oh, my God, is that going to be a fucking banger? Tony Ferguson is absolutely nuts. Um, 
closest thing to a Terminator you could possibly have. I mean, like, you thought Nate Diaz was a tough guy to knock out? Good fucking luck taking out Tony Ferguson. And this dude Anthony Pettis, he's fighting. He's got that, like, scrappy Mexican vibe to him, yeah. you know? Where's my man, uh, the real estate agent, Al? Is he just out <laughs> I think of the fight I game? I think he's in Long Island selling real estate. He's selling real estate? Good yeah. for him. I hope he, uh, hope he kills it in the Hamptons. Hope he's killing it. I think he's going to. That's I good. wish he was on this card. Um, I'm a little upset. There was a fight on this card that they pulled off. Sugar Sean O'Malley was fighting. Uh, I don't know who the hell he was fighting. But they busted him on a on a substance. This yeah. is the guy who, who smokes weed all the time. So, so they bust him for weed? Is that kind of Well, that's everybody thinks, but actually he took a... They, they caught him for a um, piss test. Yeah. For a PED. Yeah. But he's, I believe him because he's skinny as fuck. I mean, I really doubt the dude's taking roids. He's, he's fucking super skinny. Yeah. But, like, they're saying he took a tainted supplement, and they're trying to get it repealed right now, but he's off the cards. So that's kind of a bummer because that kid's very exciting. That's good. Besides that, we got some hotties fighting, Michelle Waterson and Felice Herrig. I mean, Felice Herrig is, that's that bimbo I was talking about last time. Yeah. Last time we like, had the fight up. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of her. She kind of Because Rose isn't fighting this time, right? But Michelle, Wa- Michelle, the karate hottie, Waterson. Ooh, dude, look her up. All right, click the link. Up and on there. Michelle. Waterson. Waterson. The karate hottie, dude, look. There you go. There you go. Alright. So, I know who I want to win. <laughs> I'm shallow. Alright. Uh, yeah, so... That's all I got for that. Um, I, <laughs> dude, I just need to emphasize this party's going to be banging. Like, I really hope that a lot of people come and have a good time. I'm excited. You know, I, I want people to get drunk. And, Nothing uh, like a good party, you know? Yeah, dude. Good vibe out in Ingram. It's yeah. always a good party vibe. Right. Especially on fight night. Right. You know? Be a fight night, man. Uh, what about that Steel- <laughs> that Steeler game last night, dude? Prime uh, time, geez. and they just laid a goose egg. You know what? Not literally, I- but like they did got goose egged in the second half. So I I went to the John Schofield concert last night. And that was probably a much better experience than the Steeler game. Well, so so I when I got there, the Steeler game was starting, right? And by the time I left, I'm expecting the game to be like kind of over. So I'm like, oh fuck, I'm gonna be sitting in traffic. Four pits gonna be fucked up. Dude, I got on Fort Pitt. There wasn't a single car there. And yeah, I, every- I, I knew at that moment, oh, he got blown out. <laughs> then I go home and I checked, and yeah, we got fucking crushed. We so lo- I watched the highlights today, dude. Was, what the fuck is Ben doing? They were down. This is what they were doing. They were down 14 nothing. First off, just... Well, it's like first possession, like three and out yeah. in the first quarter. And then yeah. in the second half, it's like they were able to tie it. It was tied 14-14 going into the half. So the momentum shifted back to the Steelers after being down yeah. 14-0. So you're thinking, oh shit, they got it. Mm-hmm. Give it to Vance, give it to Juju. AB's double covered. Yeah, That's the, like, the Vance plan. Vance was killing it. Vance was killing Vance it. And then they like, abandoned him. They yeah. just left the dude in the second half. And Ben, I was... I don't even remember the second... It was just so boring. And Baltimore just had the ball like the entire time. And we're just running it. I remember a play towards the end of the game. Yeah. They handed it off to this guy for Baltimore, like some scrub. Yeah. But he went into, he just went into this pile of bodies on the line, and it's just it looked like he was going to get a two-yard gain, but then it turned into this 10-yard gain. And I was watching, and I was like, that summed up the game. That's like the shit Steelers would do to other teams. Yeah, because we can't towards make the end of a the game, fucking tackle. Nobody can make a tackle. Nobody can make a tackle. And the Steelers are supposed to exhaust other teams and just run them over at the end. Play action, you know, deep ball, give it to your receiver, good, strong running game, and a great shutdown defense. The defense is awful. They have no secondary. 
I feel like none of those guys even know what they're doing in the back there. And it's just, you know, the guys you depend on, Tuitt and Hayward, they've been struggling too. They can't yeah. keep, they, they can't, you know, stop the, they can't stop the run. The team's had trouble stopping the run yeah. too. So it's just, the defense just allows too many yards, too many big plays and, you know, that's why you're one, two, and one. You tied the Browns. I mean, <laughs> yeah, come let's on. be let's be serious come about on. this. Like, you, you tie the Browns, uh, that's not a good indicator for your season. And it's like, I understand, like, with Ben, too. Ben did have a bad game. Like, he just, he was good the first half, but then the second half, he just, like, it's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, I I hate to say it, man, but, like, Ben's time might be up. I miss, or I, I think I, I, I think the weight loss it. didn't help him. It's just something threw him off. Fat Ben was more yeah, efficient. Fat, fat Ben with the brittle ankles. I'll take him over this Ben any day. Yeah, he just like I'm looking up his stats. Like he had a 72.5 passer rating. Oh my god, atrocious. Well, he said he has two. He's had two great. He's had like so far this year. He's had two great games and like mm-hmm. one bad game. And the last game he was just it was a bad game. Like by all NFL like standards. Well, you know what? Here's the truth. I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. You give it to Dobbs? No, you don't. No, no, no. no. Listen, not listen n- none of the Pittsburgh sports are related, right? But, like, for some reason, every single Pittsburgh sports team, without exception, cannot play a consistent season. We lack consistency in every single sport. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Like the, peng- the Penguins, too. They the, only one, yeah. the, only, the only team we have right now who is consistent is the Panthers, and they just, they're consistent at sucking ass. At this, they're consistent at disappointing you. Yeah, yeah. They're blowing. Panthers football and basketball, man, they're just kind of fading. Yeah. Like bad. Oh, I, I don't even, I Nobody completely even, forgot not they even on the ra- Not even on the radar. I totally forgot they existed. Pirates had 82 wins this year, and their season's over. It's like, you wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, you would have thought like the team just sucked and like the attendance was way down. Nobody went. That's because they, well, that's because they dropped McCutcheon and Cole, and they were like your franchise players. Like they sold tickets. Yeah, everybody and stuff. boycotted the. Uh, I I only went to like I only went to like two games, and it was dead. Like when I went to, the, it was just you could see it was just dead, and like the fans definitely were boycotting. I think, I think I'd rather be dead than go to a Pirates game. To be honest with you, Pirates games are fun when they're into it. It's like I like watching. October Bay. I'm definitely gonna watch tomorrow. It's good. I think I don't know who plays. I think they're doing the wild card. Yeah. And uh, that should be fun. It's just like I don't know. Just something about wearing hoodies and go like going to a baseball game and it's just like the air is cooler and everything. It's it's like a definitely a neat environment. It's like a playoff atmosphere. So it's definitely like stakes are definitely. You know what I mean? How baseball? It's such a long season. You don't take every game really that seriously. Yeah. When you're in the playoffs, it's like oh shit, this is now. It's like you got like this is a must win game. Yeah. Whereas during like the baseball season, it's it's just it's like a long just stretch you know what yeah. i mean it's like you know if you start out the first half and you're good chances are you're gonna finish yeah, strong well you play how many games a week it's like you stop six giving, seven you stop it's, giving a fuck after a point yeah i know and it's like and you go like you friday playing. saturday and then nice sunday game's good but you know it, it just it is what it is but the pirates man i the rotation wasn't bad their hittings they don't they don't have like a three or four hitter Somebody yeah. to come and like really strike fear into like opposing pitchers, and you need like both. You need like a good three and a good four because they just get all the runs in, and like hit home runs, hit for average. You want your best hitters there, and they just don't have like Polanco's inconsistent, Marte, like those guys are just inconsistent guys. And you know the gun came back for whatever reason after being gone forever Hell from yeah. his three DUIs and just <laughs> being a, like a you know. You know, he's kind of like the South Korean uh, me, so <laughs> without the DUIs, but um, he's yeah. like a Korean stooge. 
We should we should get a petition going to change his name to um, Young Ho Stooch. Young Korean Stooch Ho. But he's like, yeah, he's definitely. Um, I don't know what they do with that guy. Like, I don't even know what his contract is. Do they, they resign him or not? They gotta like after the game. They gotta like chain him up. They'll probably. Uh, they gotta they chain him up like a bike. It'd be like you're biking in this city like Juju did. Yeah. And, you know, work your way up to a nice car. How about, like, uh, going back to the Steelers, man, like, Juju seems to be emerging as, like, the guy. You know what I mean? Like, he keeps making big catches downfield. He's well, had, like, all these 100-yard you know games. What? I'll tell you what. Thank God because it's guys like Juju and James Conner who keep Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown in check. Because, to be completely honest with you, they're incredible players. Probably they're some of the best players the NFL has ever seen. But they're not irreplaceable. Yeah. And that's just the truth. James Conner, like, I think last game they didn't really run him a lot, but he only averaged, like, two yards a carry, like, for some games. He's Like, his, his first game was really good, and he's on pace for, like, a, he's on pace for, like, 900 rushing yards, like, 12 touchdowns, but that, like, that Browns game was okay, by far his best game. I, I think the reason, I, I could be talking out of my ass, because I don't know very much, I'm kind of stupid, but what, the trend I saw was when Le'Veon Bell was playing, and James Conner was, like, the second string to him, you know, and they would play him, like, on some second down and stuff. They ran the wheels off of they, Bell. They would, exactly, and they would run James Conner on draws every time. So the dude never racked up yardage. But, like, now the bell is out and he's the primary. They're running him up the side. They're giving him holes, letting him break away. And he's, like, making some some pretty good yardage now. Lev Bell said it, I, there was, like, a report that came out. Lev Bell's going to come out back week seven, which is, like, the Steelers' bye. I heard week 11. But, like, I, I've just read it, like, past two hours it came out. They said week seven he'd come back. And um, dude, you saw you saw his clip on the jet ski. I've been saying this like over and over again. Dude's fat. Like he gained some fucking weight. Like yeah, he's, he's like Rick. Boy. He's like Rick Ross. Big. Like, <laughs> even Rick Ross lost some weight. So it's just yeah. Not to be fair, it's like I know we're supposed to accept everybody being fat, but the NFL isn't gonna accept a fat Le'Veon Bell. Be like the fuck. Like the fat head coach is gonna look at you and go, "The fuck is this fat?" <laughs> like he's just gonna go like, "You can't play running back." No, NFL stands for National Fat Shaming League. Those linemen, though, it's like uh, back in the day when I was like more ignorant, I used to think that they were just like these fat asses. Like, blah. it's like no, dude, these guys are unbelievably strong, agile, know to move, what? and they lose a ton of weight when they retire. Like they don't, they drop 50, 60, 70 pounds. You know, I, I thought the same thing until I started doing Muay Thai with a college lineman. This kid is like six foot eight, fucking two hundred, and it's almost three hundred pounds. And you know what? The only guy quicker than him is our fucking pro fighter. Yeah. The only person to throw a punch quicker than this big, giant, seemingly fat dude who's really not fat. He's just. He's just a big guy, like I'm the elite. Yeah, just a big guy, unbelievably yeah. athletic. The only person who can who's faster than him at hitting is is a professional Muay Thai fighter with God knows how many fights. Yeah. So like those guys are freak athletes. I saw I saw a clip. I saw like an article too. Like Alan Fanica he used to be the Steelers guard. Yeah, he was yeah. like the guy that made the guard in the Super Bowl when Willie Parker ran for seventy five yards. You know all that. Yeah. And like he dropped like seventy pounds, and then he went and ran a marathon right when he went into retirement. Like he did that within two years of retiring. And he's That's just pretty like, savage. Yeah, like dudes. Those guys are like stu- like Chris Hoke was another guy. Like he was yeah. defensive tackle, and then he dropped all the weight. And mm-hmm. then like other like I think Dave Wanstead. For Pitt, he was their head coach. He yeah. used to be like a tackle, and he's just this skinny dude. Like I'm like that dude just played tackle, but yeah, they just drop weight like crazy. So it's just well, it's funny. A lot like, of respect for like NFL when, when you just, see like a an Olympic powerlifter, they look like big fat asses, but they're really not. Just you know, just, just dense they, they, muscle. Just, they just carry yeah. the muscle differently. Yeah, that's no, no, just 
Yeah, but like. But Le'Veon Bell is getting a little chubby, man. Uh, yeah, dude, I saw him on like. I think maybe I guess his plan. He's gonna go hard the next month and come back, and then like just drop the weight. I don't know, like what his plan. I remember the one time he came in, she only had like two percent body fat or something crazy in the camp. Yeah. So I guess if anyone could do it, it's him. To like get in shape in like a month and all of a sudden come back like ready to roll, but I still think even then, like it's definitely gonna be an adjustment period because he hasn't practiced since like last December, been with the team since last December. Yeah. So it's like there's definitely gonna be three, four, maybe like even the rest of the season where he's just not gonna be there. And plus, how are the Steelers gonna feel? They're gonna utilize him, or are they gonna like just be like, nah, we're gonna give James Conner a little bit, and maybe have you come in, or is Tom gonna be like, you know what, we're gonna give you forty carries a game, and just like, you know bruise you up even more so your free agent value. I don't, I don't even know like what your plan is. Like it's so just I would probably do too many too much like that's the problem with the Steelers. It's just too much like distraction and there's no focus on the game. It's all off field just antics and stuff. It's well, like they, they play like they won a Super Bowl three years in a row. Like every year they come out like that cocky. Yeah. You know, I, I think Madden has a lot to do with it. I think these these fucking stupid ass football players go on uh they, they go on Madden every year, and they see how high they're rated in the game. Like, oh, I'm a fucking star. It's like, no, you haven't won a Super Bowl, dickhead. Yeah. How about, it's like, the you got to go back to, like, That's the Patriots. That's my conspiracy theory. I think, yeah. I think that Madden is destroying the NFL. I think, like, I've read some where it's, like, Brett Kiesel, I think, tweeted something, like, fantasy football is destroying defenses in the NFL. And then he posted a picture of whenever, um you know, like, the 2008 or nine Steelers were on, like, the cover of Sports Illustrated, all flexing. Now yeah. it's just, like, defensive players, you can't even, like, tackle quarterback it's like it's like just a good clean tackle of a quarterback it's yeah. like that's like a flag because like your whole body but it's like to have yeah. him adjust you can't and, put your body weight on him and have to have him adjust like that in split seconds it, that's insane and dangerous for the defender themselves well, they could fuck know, they could screw up a body part or a neck or something because you're you're using force let me ask you something let me ask you something when when you bring a chickie back to the stooch cave do you put all your body weight on her <laughs> so why can't you do it to a quarterback an NFL athlete. Yeah, that's a good you point. You know, you put all your body weight on a 120-pound girl. Well, I don't want to, like, you, you know, drag no. back to the stooch cave. You know, I'm not rude like that. Slipper, slipper a pill like Bill? No, not like not like Cosby, no. Drag her, pull her out of the trunk? No. Take her stooch cave, put your weight on her? No, I, I don't do that. But if you could do that, then why can't you do it to an NFL quarterback who's an athlete? I think those are make just, any sense. I think those are just two different things because one's a quarter, one's just like a quarterback, and you're supposed to tackle, and the other's a girl, and you just you you don't tackle women. <laughs> you just don't do it. Well, even if they're attacking you, I'm like, please. Not, not unless you have to. I'm, it's, it's like if I was being chased by, I'd be like, please relax, and then it would just, or you know, yeah, you just run. Yeah, I, you just be I like, would, please. You put your arm out, please. You know. I see. That's where we differ because. I would fuck a chick up under certain circumstances. All right, all right, all right. I was, I was talking. I mean, okay, here we go. Well, we're going there. We're going there. Let uh, me ask. Let me ask you something. I just wouldn't. Let me ask it. you something. Okay, if you saw a hundred twenty pound girl with like a knife or something, well, I with, with a knife to a to a, a puppy's throat, and she's about to do it. To the puppy. Would you not? Would you? She's about to do it to the puppy. I don't think girls do. Girls love okay, puppies more, I pretend. think, dudes. Let's just pretend. Alright. Tell me you would not choke slam her through the fucking concrete. Uh, I would suplex yeah. that ass into the next dimension. Okay. That's your opinion. Okay. That's your if tactic. If I saw a chick about to kill a puppy, I would... I would say drop it. I would... I would... I'd pull out my... I'd hit her with an uppercut. Radar gun. I, I would send her into orbit with a fucking uppercut. 
And it, this is just like when a big defender is about to tackle a quarterback. It's a similar situation. No, I'm just talking about I'm just talking about hitting women. Uh, We're on a different, this totally different subject now. Uh, okay. Yeah. Or like, what if what if he saw like a a girl about to beat up a baby? Well, I put I just push her away from the baby, to take the baby, and be like, "What are you doing?" And if they kept like screaming and attack, I'd be like, "Look, relax, chill." And if I, they don't stop, it's just like, I don't know, lock them in the room, uh, time out. This is all hypothetical, hypothetical questions. You know what I mean? What if? What if? It depends on like the situation. You know what I mean? In real time. What if he stepped outside and there was a girl outside of the Stooge Cave with a sign up, uh, "Stooge Cast sucks." I'd tell her to get the fuck off the property. <laughs> I'd be like, that's just your opinion, man. Tell anybody with the Stooge Cast sucks sign to go get the fuck out of here. Email the podcast. I've I've had this deal going on where if you email the Stooge Cast, I will buy you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> really? Nobody's paying only one. Only Keegan has messaged me a joke, so Keegan gets a beer when he's of legal age. I didn't know about that. Trying to segue from yeah, slapping ladies to uh, you yeah, my I'm beer just, promotion. I'm just saying, if I saw like a puppy or a baby, an imminent, imminent like. The most imminent danger. The most imminent danger. I wouldn't hesitate. You know what you do? Because I feel like you you give up that you give up that right to your safety and your uh, the the respect. You, you, know what, you give up your right to respect whenever you, you threaten a baby or a puppy. You know what you do? What you know what you do? do? Or a kitten. You know what you do? Fuck you find the nearest girl and you say, "Hey, go slap that chick because they're about to do something to that puppy." You don't puppy have that, that kind baby. of time. I know. It's you got to act. Now or never. Well, you just like you just do like hey, you know, you just do like the arm grab. You just like you know what I mean. You just be like, get let go of the puppy. You know, you just save the puppy or the baby in that situation. I guess. You just go grab for the puppy or the baby. That's what I do. I aim, you know. Yeah, and run away. Take it to safety. Yes. Yeah. Always on the edge here at the Stooge Cast. Always on the edge, baby. This is why we've never had a female guest. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's other reasons why. I don't think that's the reason. But um, yeah. Oh, we know. just got a we just got a lady at the office today. Oh, good for you. That's uh, that's been a change. Is the lady your boss? No, no, no. It's, I um, thought you were the boss. Now they said like uh, one of your bosses was deported. Yeah, the technical manager was deported. So now I'm leaving the technical office. There you go. You're killing it. Uh, they give you a raise, a bonus, all that crap. Oh baby. Oh baby. Yeah, you did. Good oh baby. Good for you, man. Just do what? Just weeks on the job. They're just like, this is our guy right here. He's got the height. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, man. I mean, it was a crazy series of events that led my former boss to getting deported. And he didn't do anything wrong. It just it was a visa problem with um, the ownership of the company. Uh. Um, I, I was working for a Spanish company. I had a Spanish boss, but we were purchased by a Danish company. So, um, oh, the Danes are coming in there. The Danes, Fuck yeah. the Danes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the Danes took over and, um, his visa got all fucked up. So now I'm the, uh, I'm the head honcho. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I'm doing good work, man. I'm, I'm loving it. Having a really good time. Doing what, are you, doing. what are you, what are you fixing? Like circuits and you're a mechanical engineer? Electrical. Electrical? Yeah. So you're doing like wires. So, so, so my, my company does radio remote controls. Yeah. Um, we service two sectors. The first sector is industrial, and it's basically doing like overhead cranes. So I'll design a remote controller, like a pendant for them. 
Um, then we have a mobile sector, which is very fun. It's pretty much anything. Like, I designed a remote controller for a autonomous grass cutter for golf courses. Oh, that's cool. So um, maybe Tiger Woods, you know, can see the see the grass cutter. Exactly. There you um, go. At Oakmont. We've done uh, firefighting robots yeah. in the past. We've done controllers for them, so... I'm loving it, man. I'm having a really good time. It's a good time. But it's, it's cool because the uh, the office is very small and it's all boys, so we get pretty raunchy yeah. in there. But um, That's good. Yeah, we, we hired a uh, very sweet lady to do um, operations and shipping, so we've been kind of turning it back these last couple days. Yeah. But it's only a matter of time. Okay. Before the dogs start barking again. <laughs> <laughs> On that note... Uh, yeah, Kanye West. Uh, dude, Yandi was, <laughs> Yandi was supposed to come what out. What the hell, Kanye? Come on, dude. I was excited for it. And then he goes and he flies back home wearing the MAGA hat. Well, he was on SNL. Did you see him on SNL? I didn't watch it. But it was like, bad. I, was, it, was it awkward? <laughs> well, he was on with Lil Pump, and he did the he did the I Love It song. Uh, and he was dressed up as like a bottle of Perrier water. He was dressed yeah. up in that, and he was just, it, everybody was off. And they started out the song going, like, censored, going, you're such a freaking girl. I Ew, love really? It. Yeah, instead of, like, swearing. But then it, like, Ugh. then it went into them swearing. Onto, and they dropped, like, they dropped, like, 10 F-bombs, some fuck you, some shits. And oh, then, really? like, yeah, it's so it's, it was just this tangled mess. And then the what second else? song, and then the second song, he was with the Tayana Taylor, I believe. And, um. I don't know who that is. She was, like, a singer for, like, I think Kanye's good music label. She had an album released to I haven't like listened to it but okay. uh, like they did a song together and it was kind of like you know kind of like kind of like average didn't really blow your mind but apparently Kanye had a monologue after SNL where he talked about how did they cut it well it was it was right after SNL yeah so he had a monologue that wasn't shown on air where he just talked about like how he wanted to wear the MAGA hat and people didn't want him to wear it and then he was saying how like 90% of the media is liberal and he just kept going off on like people and then he just walked away and left <laughs> played like one final song I don't know. It's pretty awesome. He wore a uh, he wore a MAGA hat with a Larry Hoover sweater. <laughs> I don't get like what's Larry Hoover like. What does that mean? I don't, I'm not familiar. Um, Larry Hoover is the guy that Rick Ross always drops. He's like Larry Hoover. <laughs> Larry, <laughs> big meat, Larry Hoover. <laughs> he was a he was a Chicago gang boss who's in prison right now. I don't know the whole. Ah, uh, okay. Like, because Rick Ross pretends to be a gangster. Because he really was a corrections officer. He's a corrections <laughs> officer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but the Kanye like that's kind of that's kind of cool. The Kanye he he wears like I don't know, I, dude. I people are gonna make me stop loving Kanye because he's a free thinker and like you know you can call him crazy or whatever the fuck you want, but he, he really only listens to himself. Yeah. You know, like that's like like Trump. Like that, both those guys only listen to themselves. They don't really care about any outside forces or like the consequences of their actions. So I guess that's kind of how they're both similar. Yeah, I, I think it's it just it's kind of cool how like they don't care. Yeah. And they they kind of live and speak without consequence. Yeah. They're definitely I, I major public figures. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's kind of inspiring, you know, because like I don't know. Um, Society got. I, I sound like a broken record because like everyone kind of talks about this, but society got really twisted by social media, and um, you know everyone has a drive, like a validation drive, 
Oh yeah, it's crazy. If they only get especially, dude, especially media. on Instagram, dude, it is wild. Ooh. It is wild on Instagram. Everybody's like a public figure. Yeah. Everybody got like, and everybody's like miserable in all this too. You know what I mean? That's like the sad thing. It's like you're doing all this, and everybody's just kind of miserable. I deleted like most of my Instagram photos. I just deleted them. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. I just kind of have it to see the photos, and, you know, like you know whatever my friends are doing. And I don't know what I'm gonna post again, but it's just like you know. You gotta find the time. Like, you know, some people, it's like their whole lives are just dedicated. Some people's whole lives are just Instagram postings. It's yeah. just, it's, and it's kind of just like, are you even having fun? Like, are you like, sure like you're having people, fun? People, like, literally have businesses built on Yeah, Instagram. it's just like, I mean, like, there's nothing. self contained Instagram. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just like, I just know, like, some people, it just seems to be like, are you having fun? Like, are you, are you all right? Like, <laughs> I feel like it's just people get miserable if they don't get enough likes. You know what I mean? It's all like the like. That's like oh, one hundred percent. That's a new. That's our new addiction. Like yeah, the no, one hundred percent. You're right. You're completely right. Oh yeah. I think but, you know, but you know what? Like, it, at the same time, it's it's self. I don't know. I mean, pe- people are absolutely addicted to the likes and the likes alone, but like. I don't know. You you can you could post a picture on Instagram and you can get like a thirsty girl sliding the DM and then you could be hanging out with her later that night. So like it's it's validating. I guess that's it's, what it it's is. It's validating in like other ways too. Yeah. So it's not it's not just the likes that do it. Like you know I mean. You know who doesn't have Instagram? Who's that? George Clooney. So we brought this. <laughs> we went full circle. So there you go. It's true though. Like guys like Jay Z doesn't have Instagram. Uh-huh. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, like certain people, like you know, what I mean, big time people, like they just don't yeah. utilize it, and I think that's just that's just their brand. They like being off the grid. They like because that makes more, you know what I mean? That's like more demand for them. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. You get more demand when you're like supply is down, so demand is up. Yeah, exactly. Unless you know, unless you're like Will Smith, who made a huge announcement. I have Instagram. Then he had like 10 million followers in like a day, and then he does all kind of crazy like Scientology Will's, shit. Yeah, Will Smith is a fucking goof. Like. I love Will Smith though. You can't deny that. But there's definitely something like I I, I don't know. off. Oh yeah. Well, look at his kids. Yeah. That's all the proof you need of like what went wrong in that household. His kids are fucking insane. Yeah. Kids are absolutely insane. Like it's like it's Scientology. I've been saying this for a while though. I think Catholics need to turn to Scientology. What do you mean? We what I think we got we need, we need we need to convert because of all the pedophiles. <clears throat> what do you mean in, we? In the Catholic Church. Well, Don't you, drag me I in thought this. you grew up. I thought you as well grew up Catholic. I grew up Catholic. I got out of that shit. Uh, yeah, dude, I drove by. I, I was driving by like uh, one of the churches, and it was on like Sunday after you know all the scandals and everything, it's like yeah. still packed, just still packed. And then like I drove by today, and it's like they're setting up for another festival. It's like nobody really oh, yeah, cares. They don't, they don't these, give a shit. They don't care. These don't things give a happen. Shit. Yeah. Gonna go to St. Malachi Fest, man. Gonna get those, uh, get those fucking donuts. <laughs> Unreal donuts, there, dude. Like, oh man, I will not be attending. Yeah, I probably I'm won't either, dude. It, dude, it's pumpkin cream pie season. That's all that matters. But, um, hey, man. I haven't had a latte yet, but I'm due for one. I'm a little hey, white man. girl inside. It's almost. Uh, we're gonna end this at, at like 40 minutes. We should do it at like 40 minutes and like 12 seconds. Let's do it to like 41 minutes and 12 seconds, so okay. it's like 4:12. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the four one two area code. So, um, yeah. Other than the party, what do you? What else you got going on this week? Just, just you know, you hit the job, you come home, you hit the gym. Is that your your life? That's my life. That's been my life too. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty boring to people who uh, aren't initiated like that. But I mean, I I go to work, come home, I go to the gym. I get six days a weekend. 
and it's just, I, I go almost like every day. Sometimes. It's just it's just fighting, and you know what? Like it's the most therapeutic thing on earth. Yeah, I'd I'd be absolutely nuts. I'm gonna get into some so, hot yoga for sober October. I'll be sober to... all 30 days except for Brian's party this Saturday. There you go. Please, please, I'm. I'll be sober all. Can we shake on that? Yeah, I'll shake okay, on we'll, that right we'll now. We'll make an exception. I am sober <laughs> for 30 out of 31 days for 97 percent of October. That'll be my. Well, I think that's pretty high. That's pretty oh, good. hey, I turned uh, 23 on Thursday. Oh, you're Jordan Year. I might be, yeah. I'm gonna dude, be. Jordan Year, like, I'm going to tell you about this, dude. It, it's just, it kind of, like, sucks, like, to be honest. It's definitely, like, Oh, a, definitely. It's a terrible age. It's like a, It's all it, downhill from here. It, it's not downhill, but it's just, like, it, it's, like, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, you're too old for college, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. those shenanigans. But at the same time, in any big company you're in, you're too, like, young for anything. You know what I mean? It's, like, you're still seen as, like, the new guy, the rookie you know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of like high school over again. You're like a freshman, and then like the seniors are like the sixty year olds about to retire. Talk about how much they hate their job, want to be fired every day, like out loud. Because I guess I kind of I kind of bypassed that because of my my, my boss situation. <laughs> yeah, you became you became the I be, boss. I became at the sixty year old guy. You became yeah. But um yeah, dude. What do you what if you were to get a fancy car, which you seem to be projected to get by your late twenties? What are you gonna get? Well, a beamer. Oh, I'm pushing the Passat right now. It's a little, it's a little Hitler mobile. I love it, dude. Honestly, this this Volkswagen is kick ass. But um, I don't know. I'm a Mercedes guy. I might, I might get the Benz. I like, I like Mercedes. Roll I like Mercedes Audi. I don't get BMW. I just, I don't think it's to me. It's not like attractive. I, I've driven a ton of BMWs. I hate all of them. I think yeah. they're all garbage. I think the Mercedes and the Audi, that, that do it for car. me. Audi and a Porsche. Is a great car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love to have a Porsche. Exactly. Like, that's, those are cars I dig. But People you know some... to, to tell you the truth, though, is, is I'm a car guy. Like, I like cars, like yeah. motors and stuff, motorcycles. Like muscle cars, stuff it. like that. You're into that? Like muscle uh, cars? No, muscle cars are cool. I'm cool with that. But, like, I don't get into it enough where I would make that big of an investment on a car. But, like, I'm a big traveler. So, like, Late twenties, I see myself hitting like every continent. You yeah. know, like I, I'd like to get like a new continent every year. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that too. I see, I have as much fun as I can. I don't see like I'm just, I don't see myself like in terms of like getting married. I'd say like Fuck mid 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 thirties, late thirties, if even. That. But it's like you got it's got to be like it's got to work. Like you got to find like the one. You know it's what I mean? Be, it's it's got to be like you you feel it in your gut. Like it's like a four one two it's, it's a gut. It's like right here. Like believe, believe me, dude. I, I like to be honest. Like I work hard. I do my own thing. I hit the gym. Yeah. I'm working on myself. I'm gonna, you know, move out of here in a few months, a year, or something like that. Get a uh -huh. place. You know, work on a condo. Just keep working on myself. And it's like if I ever find a partner, man, you gotta find someone else that works hard, take care, takes care of themselves, isn't full of bullshit, isn't needy. Like that's what you need. Like that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a partnership. It's not, you know, it's not like I'm here. I'm gonna. Like lift you up, and you, you know people. You can't drag on each other. You know what I mean? That's the big thing. Well, you know, and like you and I are at that age now too, where the the funning games is like kind of over, and it, not in a bad way. Like it's like, just like an I adult. think I think my fun years are just beginning. Like I'm having yeah, more. Exactly. I'm actually having more fun now than ever before. Yeah, I'm having more fun now than I did in college. Because it's like I think you're just enjoying like the maturity aspect of it. Of like you know. Well, like because, having the, like having the job, yeah, having the routine, exactly. Just like, having a few drinks, you know, a party here and there. But it's just like you know, taking it light, and it's just what? there's no pressure. Exactly. It's just it's, just, it's doing your own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like despite all the debt and, and everything that everyone is saddled with, like I, 
yeah. I think I did a good job of putting myself in a position where, like, my stress is very minimal. Yeah. Like, I'm sure very, fighting helps with that. Very few things stress me out. Yeah, like, my financial situation is really great. My job is awesome. Fighting, for sure, 100%. Could cure as any, any, uh, I don't know, like, any, any mental, um, yeah, just like aggression. I, I think a lot of mental illnesses can be fixed by fighting, like like frustration stuff. Yeah, like that. I see yeah. some. I see some aggressive people and some anxious people and this people, that people, like come into the gym and like a couple months later they're like totally cool headed. Yes, dude. You sometimes know? you have to go in and put some gloves on. It man. just keeps you, you from hit, being you, sad. You gotta too. hit the bag, dude. You exactly. gotta just punch the shit out of like. You just gotta beat the bag. That's for anybody, man anybody. or woman. It doesn't matter anybody. who you are. You just got sometimes you just gotta beat the shit out of something. Exactly. It's not just like. You just you just feel better. You just gotta hit something. You know, but and the cool thing is, you know what the crazy thing is, you would think like put yourself in like a sparring situation, right? It's like you're wearing your gloves and your your shin pads, and another guy across from you is wearing them. You would think that of your whole day, that would be like your most aggressive time. But for me, that's when I feel the calmest. Like my most aggressive hours are probably, but seven thirty to eight, and then like five to five thirty. When I'm yeah. driving to work and driving home, I'm full fucking aggression, flipping off Yenzeros, getting cut off, <laughs> getting pissed. <laughs> but like, once I have a dude in front of me who's throwing like good hard shots and like yeah. trying to hurt me, like I feel so calm. Yeah, I feel serene. You know, that's good. And like the feeling lasts. I I think everybody should do. I I, I harped on this last podcast, but I really think everybody should try fighting. Even if you don't like it, just try it for a month. Yeah, you know. I'm definitely, like, would. a big, like, gym enthusiast. Just, like, lifting weights and, like, running in general. It dude, just takes would, your mind I'd off. I'd love to bring you down to the gym. It takes, it takes your mind off of it. I, I want to go. Well, how much is, like, a one-day thing? If you're, I were to go on, like, a Sunday. Okay, if you go to Wright's gym, your first class is free. All right. I think you, we'll stop by, can, and, like, you stop come by down, on, like, stop by on Sunday. come down, do any type of fighting, combative you want. It's free. All right. And then, um, you know, I pay, I pay $100 a month. I get everything. I get the gym. I get uh, Muay Thai. Jiu-Jitsu, Krav Maga, if you want to do it. I'm not into Krav Maga, but you could do it if you want. Yeah. Use use the weights, use the cardio equipment, everything. 99 bucks, everything. And it's like, it's in All a basement. Included. It's like the whole gym's in a basement, right? Got refurnished, and yep. it's just... It's in a basement, but it's not like... It's, like nice. it's not nasty. It's, nice. it's like... Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, That's good. The mat space is humongous. We have a ton of mat space. A ton of bags. We actually, we have, we have a, uh, a whole section now of bags. Yeah. These like really, really nice like Thai-style banana bags. You can kick the fuck out of them and it, it just feels really great against your shin yeah that's good compared to like big boxing bags there you go i think i think we ended this podcast on a high note i Only think like so a, too, one man. of encouragement man if, if you listen to this podcast just 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 be aware you know it's hey, like you're not alone it's okay listen if anybody's feeling sad or you know if you're just curious contact me hit him up you at, know where to find brian fedorka at brian fedorka um you'll see me a huge erection on twitter uh facebook Instagram, everything. Hit me up. There you go. Uh, that's the, I think that's the podcast, man. We're at 47 minutes, so Stay we short. went over. It's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having it's me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, man. No problem. Thanks for coming on.